0: your word, we love your word, we are teachable, we listen, we learn, we obey, every single one of us here, in our rooms, all across the Central Coast and Sydney and Port Macquarie, wherever we are, Lord God, we listen to your word, we love your word, we thank you that we learn your ways, hallelujah, amen, good morning everyone, good morning church, Great to have you all here and wherever you are. Hi everyone. It's funny, isn't it? I just think of you all sitting there in your lounge rooms. Byron, trying to keep the kids settled. Are you jumping all over each other? Hey Mia, you been good? Controlling all the kids? (laughs) Martin and Joe Gooding, tankards at home. My grandchild, I can't see my grandchild. But You're all there and we love you all. Hallelujah. It's like that song, isn't it? One day we'll all be together again. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So yes, I am finishing our series on managing money God's way. Proverbs 11.25 The generous soul will be made rich and he who waters will be watered himself. So we have looked, when it comes to our money, we have looked at stewardship, that all our money is God's. It's all God's. And we've looked at how to use our money wisely in in every single way. We've looked at having faith so that we believe that God provides and that he blesses us and looks after us. We've looked at tithing and that important Part of our worship, that important principle, and we've looked at how we love to tithe. And today we are going to look at offerings. We're going to look at being generous. We're going to look at giving. Malachi 3.8, now we heard about this last week. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Offerings. So I want to talk today about being generous. Now we know we're meant to be generous with our time, with our, with our energy, with our smiles. And today I especially want to look at being generous with our finances. So... God wants us to tithe. We established that last week. But he also wants us to give offerings and give. And how exciting when we see this building. It's incredible, really, isn't it? Now, you look at this amazing building that, that we God has given us because of the generosity of our church over the last 20 years. And well done, everyone, to be generous and to give. And it's just so exciting now when you look at what we have it's inc- i almost find it incredible that we own this building i'm just especially when i hear about the prices i'm like wow it's hard to buy a house for that price now anywhere on the central coast so we are very very blessed god has looked after us and let's just keep going with that attitude let's keep in haggai there's a long passage i won't go through it all but haggai 1 Four, is it time for you yourselves to be living in your panelled houses while this house remains a ruin? Now in those days the the temple was really broken down and he was saying, come on, like this is part of what we do. We love to give to the house of God. We love to give to the actual temple, to the actual building so that we can all meet together and we can all worship God and invite our friends in. Listen to verse 6, Haggai 1 verse 6. You have planted much but harvested little. You eat but never have enough. You drink but never have your fill. You put on clothes but you're not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. That's the worst. Like I don't understand. Where's the money gone? We haven't got enough. What? I, I, thought we earned, I thought we've earned enough but there's not enough. That is the way most people live. They really do. There's just this sense that I don't understand where the money goes. There seems to just be this constant problem with never having enough. And that is the common experience of people who are living without the blessing of God. It really is. You talk to anyone, they just go, oh, the bills, and I just, you know, there's, there's always something to spend money on. And they seem to struggle. But But God says when we, in verse 7, give careful thought to your ways. Like think about this whole, all these principles of tithing, of offering, of giving. And he wants to bless us. He says that. My key verse today, the generous soul will be made rich. He doesn't want us to have that experience of purses with holes in it. He actually wants the windows of heaven to be open for us and us to be blessed. He wants us to have plenty and he says, why is this happening? He says, because my house remains a ruin while you are busy with your own house. So in this instance, specifically, we're talking about giving to the, to the building fund. Giving, And in those days, it was a temple fund or a, or a tabernacle fund. And they, they didn't want to. And he was saying, you think if I keep all this money to myself, I'll have more. But the truth is, he says, when you give and, allow, and build the kingdom of God... That's when you'll be blessed. When you keep it to yourself, guess what? It's going through those purses with holes in it. It's, it's disappearing. And I've seen that with people's lives. I've seen it. And I know the exact opposite, that when we have just, just decide to give generously and to be involved in, in supporting the work of God, we, we seem to be blessed. We have, we have more than enough and we keep doing it year after year. We give to the building fund every year. We now own this building but obviously we're paying off the mortgage and then we've paid for the roof to be raised and then we paid for this new, new roof. There's always something to pay for and we just give every year and we're just blessed every year. There's, you never sort of go, oh, no, we don't have enough. We are blessed. We are so blessed. I'll tell you a little story about my um, father-in-law, Chris's dad. He was actually an atheist, quite, quite a strong atheist. He was a strong man. He knew what he believed and he did not believe in God. And then his son <laughs> became a pastor, <laughs> which must have been odd for him. But he was, he was, um, he was very supportive of Chris. He was, a, he was a good dad, you know. He was actually a very generous man, but he had his beliefs. However, he decided to give to our building fund, to this church. Yeah, he decided to give, and he he did it via motorbikes, as only a true motorbike man can. He he said um, Chris was helping him out sell motorbikes. He said, "Look, I tell you what, you just just keep the the difference between the sale price and the trading price, and you and put that in the building fund." So that was that was his money, but he just said to Chris, "Put it in your building fund, please." He was a, he was a noble kind of man, wasn't he? He just thought, "No, I'm going to give." Now. It's just really interesting because I believe that God saw that. Here's this man who says he doesn't believe in God, who's supporting this church and, and putting his money, you know, not in a... It ended up being thousands of dollars over the years. So it was a, it was a solid amount of money into the kingdom of God, into God's house. And God saw that. He really did. Even for a man like that that didn't acknowledge God, I believe that God saw that. God saw a heart that somehow deep down wanted to give to his church and before right before he died his heart was softened towards God and I was able to lead him to the Lord which was incredibly precious and beautiful and I just praise God for that and obviously you know there's a lot of things that go into to bringing a man's heart to a place where he surrenders but I'm sure that part of it was that he gave to God that his heart was softened, so God rewards us all. And what greater reward can you have than for, say, Colin to be in all you know <laughs> eternally in the house of God? But He wants us all to be rewarded in so many ways as we give. Some I heard about a church that um, they had just this one super rich guy that would give enormous amounts to support the running costs and potentially also the building and I guess sometimes we, th- we might think, oh, that's good, and then they didn't have to, didn't have to talk much about giving because they just had, you know, rich brother over here, <laughs> and that kind of covered it all, and, and I guess we might think, well, that would be good, wouldn't it, just have it all covered with one guy, but you know what, that was not the best for the people because they're not giving, they're not getting that blessing in their lives, and they're not giving and they're not sort of engaging in that sense of, look what we have done. Look, I mean, I remember when this ceiling was so low and you know, we'd all sort of come in like this and it wasn't very pleasant. And I remember thinking, I wonder if we could do that. I wonder if we could lift the ceiling and how much it would cost. And we're so blessed that we were able to do that and that we all gave to be a part of that. So it's actually not better to have one person that's very rich it's the best way is always for all of us to give our amount and then together it adds up and and we all get blessed and it all adds up together and I tell you something else that um that man left the church (laughs) and then they had to very quickly learn to uh give because suddenly their (laughs) finances took a dive so that's that's not the way to go so the generous soul will be made rich. He who waters others will be watered himself. So it says here that if you, if you water or you give, you refresh others, they, they, they get refreshed. There's a refreshment. There's a blessing when we give. And we get refreshed. We get refreshed. So let's just look at another scripture that, that really shows us how to be generous. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 6. Remember... Just remember, if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. So if you, only get a little, if you only give a little bit, you're only going to grow a little bit. Every man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, because God loves a cheerful giver. Love that. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. And he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and increase your store of seed and enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion." How awesome is that? The generous soul will be made rich. And here he tells us how to do it. Remember, the first thing is remember that God is providing. Remember that this works. Remember what the word of God says. There's a river of life. There's a river. And if it's flowing through me, it flows to me, Pastor Phil would always say. It just flows out. It's an exciting concept. And we need to remember that. We need to stay in that place of remembering what God says in His Word. There's a lot in the Bible about giving and money. I really had to, you know, pick out of hundreds of verses. The Bible speaks a great deal about giving. It's very, very important. So He said, and then it says, each man should or each person should decide in his heart to give. So decide to give. So right, I'm going to give to that. I, I am going to give to the building fund. I am going to tithe. I am going to give to all different areas. And it says, not reluctantly or under compulsion. I'm going to give because I want to give. I love to give. Once you bust into this place of giving, it's you You want to do it more. It's, it's not hard. The decision, once you make this decision, you just, how can I give? How can I give? How can I give? It's actually quite exciting. And it says he loves a cheerful giver. So let's decide to give cheerfully. And then it says to... Then you just have to believe God because he says here he will supply seed and he will enlarge not only the amount of seed that you have, your harvest of righteousness. He's going to enlarge. You're, going to get more, you're going to get more finances. They're not all for you, but you're going to get more and more. This absolutely works. That when you're generous, he says, you will be enriched in every way so you can be generous on every occasion. So then you just trust that, yes, I will be made rich but I'm going to be generous on all the time. So you sort of say, so when should I give and what should I give to? Give all the time. Give on every occasion. We, we support compassion. Give to compassion children. We have a mission strip to Lake Cajelago. Give to that. Thank you for people who have already given. Maybe there's another charity that you know of. Give to that. Maybe you have a friend in need or there's a bushfire appeal or there's, you know, even supporting a struggling local business. I've actually bought things at a shop with an attitude of giving, you know, I know that That's not always the case, but truly, I've gone. I thought I'm going to buy something from that shop because it's it's a tough time, you know. I'm going to gee. What do you know? I have to have takeaway to support the local restaurants. (laughs) It's tough, isn't it? But somebody's got to do it. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? It's an attitude of generosity all the time, and instead of fighting about you know the extra two dollars that they may or may not charge, say "You, you have it. You know, you got have it. Be blessed. That's that. That constant attitude as the Holy Spirit leads. Now, very occasionally, we don't give finances. Very occasionally, um, you know, if somebody is going to misuse those finances, I might give them advice instead. <laughs> you know, if, if somebody is going to um, be negligent or someone has been negligent, you might give them some financial lessons. But, but generally, it's just great to actually give finances. And it is fun. It's just... There's a cheerfulness about it that, you know, he says he loves a cheerful giver and you will become cheerful when you enjoy giving. You know, um, my husband, who is a very generous man, by the way, Chris is always very generous, and has found a number of ways to be generous and one of them was just to pay for the meal. You know, you go out to a restaurant with friends or you go to takeaway, he thought, I'm going to pay. And he used to do this as a teenager. And so, you know, when you're young and you haven't got a lot of money – You know, all the other kids, you know, you get there and they all buy their thing and then will we all split the bill or someone pay and they'd hesitate. It was that, you know, that hesitation moment, like, I hope they offer to pay because I don't want to. You know that moment? We've all experienced that moment. Maybe we've done that. But Chris was great. He would just jump in and say, "Oh, oh, I'll pay. As a teenager, he said, I always paid as a teenager, he told me once, because... He'd learnt to be generous, he had a generous grandfather, his father's generous, he just, it was, you know, he would learnt that that worked. And then of course going to Oxford Falls, well Phil Pringle is famously generous. Phil Pringle is a wonderfully generous man, He's, he, he loves to give. In fact, one time he also had the same thing, he went to a restaurant with a large group of pastors, a very large group, and... Um, he, they were after, at the end, they thought they'd split the bill, which is not wrong to split the bill. Okay, it's okay sometimes to do that. That's okay. There's no rules about this. If you feel to do that, do it. But Phil, they were sitting there trying to work out how to, you know, do this, do that, and Phil just went, ah. Oh. You see, he just went up and paid for everybody. So it would have cost a lot, because it was a restaurant, nice restaurant, a lot of people. And we heard later from a pastor, because we said, you know, we were from C3, and he was from somewhere else. He said, I remember... Your pastor paying for everyone, and this he said, it blew me away. Said, it said, blew me away. So it's just great to have that generous attitude. So Chris has learnt this from from all of these people, and he's got it in his heart. And so now, we it, it's just fun. Like there's like this competition whenever we go out for meals, of who will get to pay the bill, and it's a game. It's like who can sneak away from the table. Like oh, just just. I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm just doing this. They sneak away and try and pay, and then you know with with Byron and Frosty and some of these guys, they've just taken it. The last time I think we went with Frosty, he paid before we even walked in the door. He like prepaid, and so Chris just thought, oh, "I've got this. I've got this. I'm gonna sneak up." And they're like, "Sorry, it's already paid." It's like, "No." Oh. So it's you know, it's actually fun to see who gets to be the giver, who gets. It. In fact, I think now it's got to the stage where. The giver is the one who lets the other person give because they're fighting about who's going to give. So, you know, so there is just this tremendous blessing in giving and that's wonderful. So praise the Lord. Be generous. Church, let's look at that scripture. The generous man, the generous soul will be made rich, rich inside of us, Rich, actually rich, will actually get plenty so that we can give more. And he who waters others will himself be watered. This person will be blessed back. 1 Timothy 6.17, I'm going to finish on this. It says, command those who are rich in this world, not to be arrogant and all that. Well, yes, that's good. But verse 18, command them to do good and be rich in good deeds. So let me encourage you. And I would go so far as even to do what Timothy told me to do. You know, Paul told Timothy to do, you know, as a young pastor. He said, command, command people to be generous. It's a strong word, isn't it? Because Paul knew, I want people to give. I want everyone to be blessed. I want us to share these blessings around. And so that strong word of command. And so I actually felt when I read that, I was like, wow. That's that's a great word. Let Let me not just encourage you to give. Let me charge you. Let me command you to be generous and obey the word of God. Because like Paul, I want you all, every single one of you, to be blessed, to experience what it feels like to bless others, and also to be blessed yourself and in your families. Praise the Lord. Amen.